When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. For the Sandville Statewide Super League, under-18s free entry, get to a game this weekend. Welcome to the National Pharmacy's Sandville Juniors Show with Courtney Cramey. Welcome back to the show. It seems like it's been a long, long time. We had a break for school holidays and then COVID hit us, but we're back. We're not back to footy games today or yesterday or Friday night, but we will be back shortly with footy games around the grounds in South Australia. But it's good to be back on the show. The Sample Junior Show brought to you by National Pharmacies. The Sample Statewide Super League is not back this weekend either. We're hoping to get that back up and running next weekend. Uh, Full packed uh, Saturday, I reckon it is. Saturday the 7th of August, we'll have all the games out and oval near you. So if you're under 18, make sure you head out. You get into the game for free. Now, on the show, joining us this morning, we have Jeff Riddle from the Sample. He's the Sample Juniors Manager. It's a great opportunity to catch up with him, and he can let us know about all the hecticness that's gone on down at Adelaide Oval at Sample House and everything that they've tried to do to get the season continuing. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Hey, Courtney. How are you going? Good to speak to you again. Well, thanks. I reckon we had you on episode one at the start of the show, Jeff, and it was exciting times. It was... Um, touted as the biggest competition in Australia with 700-plus junior teams running around in the Sandville Juniors. Um, how's it all going? I'm sure it's been quite hectic for you during this COVID time. Yeah, um, it's been going pretty well. It's been a, been a crazy seven days. Um, yeah, we've spent the last few days trying to go through different scenarios um, of what we can and can't do in order to finish the season off, um, but we've landed somewhere. and um, Yeah, it's going to be going to be pretty exciting into the year. So just tell our listeners, Jeff, just about um, the logistics that's had to go on. on uh, I suppose you, you would throw around a few options about um, whether you cancel the two games that have been lost throughout the Sanford Juniors, the, the restructuring of finals. How do you all come to that? Yeah, so COVID hit um, after round 10. So we had two weeks of school holidays and then we came back for one week uh, which was our round 10 and then COVID hit obviously and we've, we've now missed two weeks so we've missed rounds 11 and 12 of a 14 round season so basically um, it was a case of going back to the calendar seeing what we, we can do to try and fit those games in because our priority is always um, to try and maximise participation in, in kids so we didn't, we didn't really want to finish the season um, right there and, and cut off two games. Um, we want to keep, keep playing. So, um, And also from a financial perspective, from for the clubs, um, we didn't want them robbing uh, kids of, of games and, and then having to refund registrations and, 
And then the, also in those two rounds we missed, we've got clubs that would have hosted full days, so they're missing some revenue coming in there. So we try to maximise all that stuff and, and put it put it in together and, and see what we come up with. And we've, we think we've landed pretty well. Um, so obviously, round, as I said, mentioned before, round 11 and 12 was meant to be played. Um, that is now getting pushed to after round 14. So when we play um, next week, uh, we'll be round 13, and then we'll play round 14, and then we'll go back to what round 11s and round 12 would have been um, so we can finish off the year with um, the four minor round games, which is left. Fantastic. All sounds pretty fair to me. It it would have been huge logistically to work through that in terms of, I know, oval oval space is always a, a really big issue and, and umpires and so forth. So you finally got there in the end and, and then the final structure as well because there's a lot of um, teams in the race to, to get to finals. So to, for those teams, it would have been great to hear that they still had the opportunity and, and the, um, the opportunity to play finals was still alive. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, we had to putting the season back by those two rounds, we had to sacrifice something, um, and that was just one week of our final series. We've just cut that down a little bit. So what would have normally been a three- and four-week final series will now be a two- and three-week final series. So, um, But what we haven't compromised is the amount of teams in the finals. So we haven't dropped however many teams will be in. So for our under-12s to 14s, we'll still be a top four. Um, that'll just be over a two-week period as opposed to three. And then our under 15s to under 17 and a half um, will still be a top five, but that'll be over a three-week final series as opposed to four, what would have normally been. So what we didn't want to do was tell someone, you know, uh, a month out from the season that you're not going to play finals. We wanted to keep the integrity there and, and keep the numbers in, in the final. We just changed the structure up a little bit um, over a shortened period, So, which is everyone's really happy about that. They get their full minor round, uh, minor round games in and they get a full final series, which is a win-win for everyone. Sounds like a well-oiled machine down there at Adelaide <laughs> Oval at Sample House. Um, done a fantastic job. I'm sure it was um, hectic times throughout that period and communicating that to um, all the clubs involved in the Sample Juniors in such a large competition. The growth in the competition um, keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, um, yeah, communication, that, that is a, a tough one considering how big the competition is. Um, we did hold a Zoom during the week to keep everyone informed, which everyone was very appreciative of. But, um, but the growth, yeah, we've seen, obviously since we've chatted um, on the first show, the, the growth has just increased <laughs> since then. Um, we're now sitting well in excess of 14,000 participants, um, which makes us the, this is the biggest comp we've had in our, in our short five-year tenure. Um, which has been fantastic. There's growth in boys and girls, um, which is amazing. Um, and then <clears throat> logistically-wise, you're talking about that number and that final series. Previously, there's there's 40 different final series that'll be happening, um, which means there'll be 40 different grand finals and, and 40 different premiers. So, yeah, it's, it is quite big. It's, it's very time-consuming. Um, but I've got, I've got great staff that work um, tirelessly to get it up and running and the volunteers at the club do a fantastic job they make our job a lot easier as well so um, we're lucky we've got, we've got a good team around us That's a lot of medallions for 40 teams <laughs> uh, lots of premiership players which is fantastic that uh, all the Sanford Juniors out there are getting an opportunity to run around um, we'll hear fr from some Sanford Junior uh, players later in the show from Salisbury Footy Club um, they're probably itching to get back out on the grounds. How are the grounds looking there, Jeff? Because uh, we've had a lot of wet this year. 
Yeah, surprisingly not too bad. I think not having any traffic on there for um, the week and a half, two weeks, has made some ovals um, hold up pretty well. But I guess the training back during the week, um, <laughs> ask me again next week um, <laughs> as to how they're going. But uh, the last two weeks haven't been too bad. Um, but I think as we get into finals, they might be churned up just a little bit, especially the bigger clubs with the amount of traffic that goes on them. Yeah, well, it certainly has been a wet season so far and uh, the Sanford Juniors is alive and kicking with uh, lots of footy players out there. Can't wait for the final series to get started. But, Jeff, to you and your team, congratulations on, on getting the revised fixture out there, dealing with COVID. It's um, been a mammoth effort. Um, and we look forward to more Sanford Juniors games coming to us next weekend. Thanks for joining us on the show, Jeff. No worries. Thanks again for having me. That was Jeff Riddell, the Sanford Juniors manager. A huge task that he and his team have undertaken over the last couple of weeks. Um, hoping that everyone will be out there next weekend running around on those local footy fields in the Sanford Juniors uh, competition, which is brought to you by National Pharmacies. We're going to take a break now. Um, and remember, the Sanford Statewide Super League is free for under 18. So get to a game shortly. Welcome back to the National Pharmacies Sanford Juniors Show with Courtney Cramey. Time now for Courtney's Clubhouse. Thanks to National Pharmacies, proud sponsors and fans of the National Pharmacies Sanford Juniors Show. Welcome back to the show. Uh, thanks to Sanford Statewide Super League. Under-18s get in free and hoping to have Sandville back next weekend. It will be a big weekend for the Sandville after the COVID break. We're joined now by Salisbury Football Club for Courtney's Clubhouse. And I have on the line Kim Finlay-Smith, the junior president of the Salisbury Footy Club. How are you going, Kim? Yeah, good. Thank you very much. Welcome to the show, the Sandville Juniors National Pharmacies show. Now, tell us a bit about Salisbury Footy Club. Uh, we're in our 140th year this year, so we've been around for quite a while. Um, well, we're celebrating that this year because of last year. I think it's a year off, but that doesn't matter. Uh, we're just dying to get back into the seasons and get, get things moving again. The stops are very hard to get started from. Absolutely, isn't it? Now, we've had we had yeah. school holiday breaks in the Sanford Juniors and now yeah. we had the COVID break. We're all trying to dust off the cobwebs and sort ourselves out. Uh, how Correct. has it been for you down there at Salisbury? Oh, we'll get started again, mate. You've got a week's training before the games will commence, hopefully, if all things go well. If all South Australians do the right thing, which I think they will. And then hopefully we can get the season on the way again and get it finished. And how are the kids tracking? How many junior teams do you have out there at Salisbury? Uh, we've got 10 junior teams at the moment. They're all tracking quite well, all looking... All the ones that are uh, eligible for finals are looking like they'll make finals. Um, so it's just a matter of wait and see. Fantastic. And it's, it is a rich history that you have uh, at Salisbury Footy Club, uh, known as the Magpies. Obviously, you have lots of Collingwood fans down there, would you? Uh, not really. We've got a, a fair few Port fans, Crows fans. It's pretty evenly balanced, really, at the club. And with 10 junior teams, your role as the junior president, that would keep you quite busy? Yes, there's always something to keep you entertained and keep you moving, which is good. That's all about, that's all what keeps you interested in it. And tell us how you the got... The problems that come up. Yeah. <laughs> tell us how you got involved, Kim, at, at Salisbury. Sorry? 
tell us a bit about how you got involved at the Salisbury Footy Club. Oh, I've actually started my juniors, playing juniors at Salisbury back in 1973, so a couple of years ago. <laughs> so that's how I first got involved with the club. And since then, I've always sort of stuck around and been involved. So over 40 years um, of that 140-year history. Yeah, a while. Some people think I planted the grass there, but I didn't really. (laughs) (laughs) And what kind of roles have you done there? Obviously, you're the junior president now. What other things have you done? Yeah, I've been the senior chairman, but then I had medical issues. So I packed that in and just came back to help out the juniors for a couple of years. Fantastic. And And I've coached there for 13, 15-odd years in juniors. Fantastic. Mm. That that was quite a joy. Partly um, through your uh, children or...? How did you get involved in coaching um, juniors? Yeah, I started coaching there because of my boys, because I had two of my boys go through the club, so that's where I started, and then I just continued to coach for the next fair few years. Yeah. So that's, that was a joy, and that's a joy seeing the kids, you know, 10, 15 years after you coach them, they come up to you and tap you on the shoulder at the shopping centre, and you turn around and go, who's that? <laughs> and then he introduced himself, and you go, you're a bit different than what you were when you were 10 years old. It's very you know, that's a bit of the joy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Now it is. I'm told you're on the barbecue most Sundays with your son as well. Yes, love helping out on the barbecue, mate. It's things that keep cups like ours going. We don't. We have some very good sponsors, but obviously we don't have a million dollars sitting in the bank. So you've got to raise money through things like the barbecue and that. And the kids love it. I love the under sevens running up after their game and asking for a free sausage like they do every week. fantastic and your 140th year celebration have you got much going on for that uh with covid it has got messed up a little bit so um we've had a couple of celebratory days but um not really anything you know decent no dinner or anything like that because of um everything that's happening it's too hard to plan things like that unfortunately yeah it can be tough well it's very, very tough Thank you very much for joining us um, today on the Sanford Juniors Footy Show brought to you by National Pharmacies. We're going to speak to some of the players of the Salisbury Footy Club coming up. Um, We have Jack Cornwell. Uh, I believe he he plays in the under-14s as the captain of the team. Correct. Um, So we look forward to to catching up with Jack. But thanks for your time this morning, Kim. Oh, thank you. Thanks for your time. All the best for the rest of the year. Bye. Thank you. Now, on the line, we have Jack Cornwell, under-14s captain of Salisbury Footy Club. How are you going? Good, thank you. How are you? Good. Welcome to the show, Jack. Thank you for having me. Now, you're also involved in Central Districts, I hear. Uh, yeah, I am. Um, I, played, I played last year in under-13s, but with COVID was a lot worse back then, so we only played one game. So now, this year was a was another go, and we got a, we got a few few more this time. Brilliant. So what's yeah. happening out at Centrals? Are you you're still kicking um, kicking out there with the COVID break or is it getting back into it? Uh, so with co- uh, sorry, with Centrals, um, we had we had five games every second uh, Friday, so every fortnight. Um, and so that's finished now. That that that's already done. So now um, they pick academy squad for under fifteen, and then uh, yeah, just just keep going as as the, as the years go by. 
So you must be a you must be a pretty good player to be able to be making the the central squad, and you're the, obviously the captain of the under fourteen side out there at Salisbury. Tell us a bit about you as a footballer. Me, um, well, so I've I've played since I was five. Um, uh, last not last game, the game before, I just played my one fiftieth. Wow. Um, yeah, so. Uh, if I keep going, um, I'll be I'll probably get to 200, which isn't which isn't a very common thing in juniors. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's good. And then, so I mean, under 14s now. Um, us as us as a team. Oh no, sorry, you wanted me to talk about myself. Um, <laughs> um, 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 I can play anywhere. I, I like playing midfield though. Midfield's midfield's uh, fun because you you get to go around everywhere, so you can kick goals. You don't have to worry about your player, whatever. Um, <laughs> you get more of the ball and all that. Yeah, but nice. I have I have played backline in recent years, but just just this year and a bit of last year, I've started playing midfield. Yeah, nice. And, and I, yeah. who who would you model your game off? Uh, is there an AFL player that you look up to and and say that you you like to play like them? Um, well, my favourite player is Ollie Wines. I I like him. I've loved him since um I started getting into footy. Um, I don't really know what. Oh, I I do know one person I model my game after. That's Joel Selwood, because um I love. I love ducking in for a high tackle. <laughs> and, and doesn't he get them, Jack? He he seems to yeah. get them all the time. Do you come off the ground like Joel Selwood with your he- head wrapped in um, all the tape because you've got a few knocks as, as well? Uh, no, well, I, I do it most of the time, but I'm not as I'm probably not as known for it. So other teams don't. Look for my head all the time, like they do with Joel <laughs> The shrug of the yeah, shoulders yeah. and the drop of the knees is that is that That's the technique? It. That's it. Drop the knees, uh, drop the shoulder, and they'll get the and every and when you go in, you kind of got to knock their arm up so so it's around your ne- uh, shoulder, and you do a spin so the umpire can <laughs> see it. Oh, that's fantastic. We've got the whole technique down pat from uh, from Jack from Salisbury Footy yeah. Club, the under-14 captain, giving us a lesson about how to be Joel Selwood. I like it. <laughs> and tell us a bit about, um, you know, Ollie Wines being your favourite player. Do you follow Port Adelaide? Yes, Port Adelaide's my favourite team. Um, yeah, um, I, I, I don't... No, sorry. I love uh, Ollie Wines. I've, I like him even more this season. He's he's up there in Brownlow. I'm, I'm pretty sure. He's having um, a pretty good season, isn't he? That's it. Um, yeah, I, I like how he plays as well. Like I like how he goes in under under the ball, go, goes and gets it, and then handles it out to someone else instead of. Um, so that's not really re- recognised as much from people. People like to uh, see the goals, but they don't really see the people who set up the goals. So that's part of the reason why I like Ollie Wine. Nice. He does that. He does all the hard stuff. Well, Jack, thanks for joining us today on the Sample Juniors Footy Show brought to you by National Pharmacies. It's been great having a chat to you. As a captain of the under-14 side down at Salisbury, all the best for the rest of the season. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.
that was Jack Cornwell, the under-14s captain, and um, obviously the next Joel Selwood, um, and having a, a, a great role model in Ollie Wines at, at Port Power. You can't go wrong. He's having a great season, Ollie. So I'm sure uh, Jack is too. Also involved out at Central Districts Footy Club, and on the line now we have Taylor Botton from the Salisbury Footy Club. She's an under-16 girls player out there. How are you going, Taylor? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Now tell us a bit about your footy career and how you got started. Um, I've got started by always going to my brother's football games, which he's been playing since he was like young, and my dad coaches and everything, so it runs in the family. So you've been so, growing up around footy clubs? Yeah, yeah. And then I used to do gymnastics, so I would, like never really was into football. I just used to always go watch and kick the football with dad at halftime and all that. Um, and then I ended up getting started five years ago. I don't know what year that was. Um, so then I ended up getting started um, under 14s at Salisbury. So I've played my whole football career at Salisbury. Um, and then just hit off from there and then got into centrals and yeah how cool is that so you grew, yeah. you grew up around the Salisbury footy club and and your brother still plays there um he's had a year off this year but he's played most of his football at Salisbury he started at Salisbury and then he's changed around a bit and then he ended up back at Salisbury for seniors yeah nice and it's common the pathway for girls a lot of the girls are connected to footy through their brothers um myself I did so watching my brother grow up and got dragged along and then got involved. Now, you've come from a very different background in gymnastics. Can you tell us what you think some of those transferable skills from gymnastics to football might be? Um, I've always had, like, the leadership skills. Like, gymnastics is, like, a very, like, one sport, like, not a team sport. But, um, yeah, I just, like, it's just more, like, leadership skills and, like flexibility and all that and like like on like running and stuff can you jump pretty high too I would imagine I hope so (laughs) (laughs) and tell us a bit about what position you play uh, for the under 16 girls side at Salisbury Um, I mostly play midfield but I'm that player like where I like wherever the coach needs me I know where to play and how to play awesome a bit of a utility I think we call them yeah and how are the girls going this year uh, yeah, we're sitting second on the ladder at the moment with finals coming up very soon. Nice. And, and how have you found the break with COVID and um, have you missed footy? Oh, yeah. Missed it. Had to go out and kick the football with the family and that. Yeah. During lockdown sometimes. Nice. So you're, you're looking uh, nice and set for finals this year, sitting second? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And who do you follow in the AFL, Taylor? Uh, I follow Collingwood in the men's. <laughs> Nice, a Collingwood fan, and you get to wear uh, the prison bar strips with the magpies uh, out at Salisbury. Yeah, and then in the women's, I follow like the Crows and that because like, I also play A grade at Salisbury. Nice, so you would have uh, played like, with some, some previous Crows players? Uh, yeah, I, I've only just started playing A grade this season as I've only like just reached the age limit too. Yep. I think uh, but, um, Salisbury I... Footy Club would be the home of uh, the types of Sarah Allen, a, a dual All-Australian yeah. for the Adelaide Crows. Yeah, and training with like Ashley Woodland and all that. So that's very good to get their mixed players training with like me and stuff. 
How good's that? And you're involved in Central, so you're obviously a very talented player. Tell us a bit about your experience out at Central Districts. Um, I think about three years ago, I got chosen to go try out for the um, under-15s development squad. Um, very scary. I was like, it was like maybe my third year of football, so like very new in that. But I ended up making the development squad. Very good, like how they teach the skills and next level of football. Um, and then I ended up making it the year after that, um, again, stuff, and then ended up playing, like, got picked for the reserves, like, women's teams in the centrals. Fantastic. Looks like you've got a a great, bright future ahead of you, Taylor, um, obviously involved out at Salisbury in a great pathway that the juniors have out there, playing with some Adelaide Crows players and out at centrals getting some good development. Yeah, very good. Now, I have one question for you, Taylor, before you leave us for today. Um, it's a yep. question we often ask, and um, we used to do it a lot, and we used to have food going around at half time just to get our energy sources back. But if you could have a choice between lollies or the good old oranges at half time, what would you have? Oh, I would say lollies. Yeah, everyone loves the lollies. <laughs> just uh, get your boost going. Absolutely. Have you got a preferred lolly? No, just like the mixed ones, they just chuck in a container and just share around. Yeah, nice. We can't do that in COVID times now, unfortunately. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Taylor, thanks for joining us uh, this morning on the Sample Junior Show brought to National Farm by National Pharmacies. It's been great having a chat to you and all the best for the under-16 girls side out at Salisbury for the rest of the year, obviously making finals, which is going to be pretty cool. But um, as well, all the best for your future in footy. All right, thank you for having me and thank you. Thanks, Taylor. That was Taylor Botton from the Salisbury Footy Club. Great to hear from Taylor and Jack and um, also Kim about the uh, the Salisbury Footy Club, uh, the good old magpies out there. Um, Some very talented players coming through their system, so watch out for those young kids coming through. Well, that's all we have time for today. That's the Sample Statewide Super League where under-18s enter free. Uh, brought to you by National Pharmacies, proud sponsors of the Sample Juniors competition. Remember, you can catch me the same time next week right here on 1629 SENSA. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.